Hi, everybody. I'm Brian Sussman. This is the Another Chance podcast, and this is the beginning of a study from the book The Holiest of All by Andrew Murray. It's a book on the book of Hebrews. It's all about the book of Hebrews in the New Testament. It's over 500 pages. I talked about that in episode 54, and we're just going to dive in. But first, a prayer. Lord, these are perilous times. These are the end times, and you're preparing your bride. You're preparing your bride, us, we, the church, for heaven. I pray that as we study this wonderful book by Andrew Murray in 1894, I pray that you will bless us, Lord. Open our eyes, Father, and may we find ourselves surrendering more to you than ever before. Thank you for entrusting me with this microphone. Thank you for all those who are joining. I pray that many, many will be blessed by this. In your son's name, amen. Let's begin with the book of Hebrews, chapter 1 and 2. Chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. Chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. This is from the King James Version. I'm just going to keep it the exact way that Andrew Murray wrote it. I'm not going to change anything. The King James Version, oftentimes a little lofty for me. I don't speak in that particular type of English. If anything, I will use the New King James Version, but I'm going to keep it original here, and I'm sure that it's going to be fine with you. Verse 1, God having of old times spoken unto the fathers in the prophets by diverse portions and in diverse manners, hath at the end of these days spoken unto us in his Son. In other words, God was faithful throughout the Old Testament, something, of course, that, well, it's the Jewish Bible. He was faithful. He spoke to his people through the prophets. He spoke to the people through through many different ways. He even used a jackass once as you read the scriptures. And then at the end of these days, he began speaking to us through his son, born of a virgin, according to the scripture, according to the prophets, born in Bethlehem, according to the prophets, was persecuted and died on a cross for the sins of us all, the ultimate sacrifice, according to the prophets, was raised from the grave three days later, according to the prophets, showed himself to many to prove that he had been raised from the dead and then ascended to heaven to be placed, seated at the right hand of the Father, according to the prophets. We are his people, and as such, we are his home. He lives in our hearts. We're his bride. He's preparing us. These are perilous times. These are the end of days. Never before have we had global, global oppression the way we have today. So let us dive into the words of Andrew Murray and soak it up. Are you ready, my friends? At the end of these days, verse 2 He has spoken unto us in his Son. God has spoken. The magnificent portal by which we enter into the temple in which God is to reveal his glory is to us. We are at once brought into the presence of God himself. 
the one object of the book of Hebrews, and we really don't know who wrote this book. Could be Paul, it could be Timothy. All I can tell you is they had great knowledge of the Jewish scriptures. The one object of the epistle is to lead us to God, to reveal God, to bring us into contact with himself. Man was created for God. Sin separated us from God. Mankind feels his need and seeks for God. This epistle, this book, comes with the gospel message of redemption to teach us where and how to find God. Let all who thirst for God, for the living God, draw nigh and listen. God has spoken. Speaking is the vehicle of fellowship. It is a proof that the speaker considers him he him he addresses as capable of fellowship with himself, a token that he longs for that fellowship. Man was created for fellowship with God. Friends, that's why you were created. I, I don't know what situation you may find yourself in right now. You may be depressed. You may be without hope. You may feel like you're at the end of your rope. You were created for fellowship with God. But sin interrupted that. Nature speaks of God and his work, but of himself, his heart, and his thoughts of love toward us as sinners, nature cannot tell. You, you look at nature, my friends, you see beauty. My gosh, I look at all the birds. I take these walks and I look at the birds and they're just so beautiful and so varied and so incredibly well created. My gosh, what a master created these things. They, they reveal to us the glory of God, but, but his heart and his thoughts of love toward us individually, they cannot tell. But God be praised. The silence has been broken. God calls man back into fellowship with himself because God has spoken. For a time, imperfectly, and provisionally in the prophets, in preparation for the more perfect revelation of himself, but now at length the joyful tidings are heard because God has spoken in his Son, God the Infinite, incomprehensible, unseen one has spoken, and in his Son. Oh, the glory, the joy, who can measure it? Hear, O heavens, and give earth, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. When humans speak, it is the revelation of ourselves to make known the otherwise hidden thoughts and disposition of our hearts. When God, who dwells in light that is inaccessible, speaks out of the heights of his glory, it is that he may reveal himself. How many times I've, I've met, I've, I've been guilty of this. I talk, 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 talk about myself. Me, me, me. I, I, I look what, look what, look what's happened in my life. God speaks of his glory. That he may reveal himself to us. He would have us to know that he loves us and longs for us and wants to save us and bless us. He wants he wants to draw us close and live in fellowship. He wants us to live in fellowship with him. God has spoken. 
the words of man carry weight according to the idea of, of our wisdom, our veracity, our power, our love. But it isn't about us. It's about him, the words of God, his wisdom, his veracity, his power, his love. Oh, who can express what all that should be worth to us? Each word in the scripture carries with it all the life of God, all of his saving power, all of his love. It's God speaking in his son. He's the creator of the universe, my friends. He was there from the beginning. He's the heir of all things you'll read here in Hebrews coming up. He's the upholder of our faith of the universe of all. He's the finisher of our faith. He sits at the right hand of the Father. When you pray, that's who you're praying to. This revelation has changed my prayer life. Me personally, it's changed my prayer life. The words of men, Murray writes, have often exerted a wonderful and mighty influence, but the words of God, their creative deeds, they give what they speak. When God speaks in his son, he gives him to us, not only for us and with us, but in us. He speaks the son out of the depth of his heart into the depths of our heart. Man's words appeal to the mind or the will, the feelings or the passions. But God speaks to that which is deeper than all, to the heart, that central depth within us, where are the real issues of life. Isn't it true, my friends? Humans, look at propaganda, media propaganda, the commercials on TV, the TV shows, they're all pushing an agenda. It's the alphabet agenda over here. It's the secular agenda over there. It's the it's the, the COVID agenda over here and the vaccination agenda over there. It's the one world government agenda. It's the universal basic income agenda. It's all of that. But God, spe- and people fall for it. But God speaks to that which is deeper than all, to the heart, that central depth within us, whence are the real issues of life. God has spoken. The living Jesus, the living Jesus, come forth from the fiery furnace of God's holiness from the burning glow of everlasting love. He himself is the living word. Let us seek in the study of this epistle, the book of Hebrews, in which his glory is so wondrously revealed to come into contact with him, to receive him into our hearts, to take him as our life, that he may bring us to the Father. In the beginning, God spoke, Let there be light, and there was light. Even so, now he speaks with creative power in his Son, and the presence and the light of Christ becomes the light and the life 
of the soul. Father, thank you for being our light. Thank you for showing us the way. Thank you for not giving up on us. Thank you for forgiving us all of our sins and cleansing us from all unrighteousness. And we rebuke the powers of darkness in the name of Jesus. Thanks for listening, my friends. I'm Brian Sussman. This is the Another Chance Daily Devotion.